When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, something that we all need to feel okay about doing. It is okay to have a mess because that is how we repair things and how we grow. So having a mental mess is part of being human and cleaning it up is what we're supposed to do and that's what I'm here to help you understand how to do that. So one of the the things we're going to discuss today is the difference between a thought and a memory. This is something that is fascinating and can be a little confusing. And I know few people have, uh, quite a few people have asked me to explain that. So today is the day I explain what a thought is and what a memory is and how it all works and how you can control the whole process. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that this year my conference is live in Dallas, Texas, the second to the 4th of December. I'm really thrilled about it. We're going to, it's amazing. It's going to be an amazing conference. We were at the venue the other day and it's really beautiful. And it's just going to be a time of mental healing. After this, this 18 months of this pandemic, on top of everything else that we go through as humans, we really need a mental health retreat where we can learn the techniques to understand how to deal with anxiety and depression. To understand that anxiety, depression, and all these emotions are not diseases of the brain, but that they are warning signals. And that's what I'm going to help you do. It's very practical. It's very hands-on. It's amazing and good information. I'm going to walk you through exercises on how to how to help yourself and your family and loved ones with mental health issues. We're offering CMEs and CEUs. So if you need those, you can get eight CMEs and CEUs. Just go to my website at drleafconference.com. Register there as soon as you can. We do have limited space. We've limited the spacing this year. So there's, uh, there's, there, there are still seats available. Just get, hurry on over and then you can find out about the CMEs and CEUs if that is important for you. And just one more thing before we begin. This podcast is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. So if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And now, back to today's podcast. Okay, what is a thought and what is a memory? Right, they're two different things. So, a thought is the big concept. It's the big picture. It is the big thing that you build. It's a product of the mind. A thought is made of memories. So, memories are inside the thought. The memories are the data inside the thought. So the tree is, the thought looks like a tree and that's the whole big concept and the memories are inside of that. So let's have a look at an image and then I'm going to break down in detail for you. So here is my famous tree that I use all the time. And if this is the first time you're watching me, this is what a thought looks like in the brain. We talk about thoughts having an arbor-like structure. Arbor means tree-like structure. So that's what you are looking at here, a tree-like structure. So the thoughts in the brain literally grow like trees. Now just think of how a tree grows. What is the first thing you do? You plant a seed. 
and then the seed starts to grow roots, and then the little little sprout appears above ground, and then the branches grow. That is exactly how a thought grows. So thoughts actually grow, and that has everything to do with the neuroplasticity of the brain. Neuroplasticity is the fact that the brain can change. So the fact that thoughts are growing from seeds, and we'll talk about what the seeds are in a moment, and are growing roots and branches and can keep on growing and adding more branches and more root systems and get stronger and stronger, that is neuroplasticity. That is the brain structurally changing as thoughts are growing. So what are the things that thoughts are made of? The roots and the branches are the memories. So think of this plant over here and just like, like just shift your mindset now. Open your mind as you, as you listen to this. In this pot, we've got roots. So obviously before this little plant grew, we planted the seed and then the roots grew and then the little trunk, the little sprouts above the ground and then all these branches have grown. I chose this particular plant because this is really closely, closely representative of what thoughts with their memories look like in the brain. But each of these little branches that you see over here, those are the memories. So this is a thought tree. This is one thought tree and it's made of hundreds of different memories. So memories are inside the thought tree. There's two parts to this: these memories, the root memories, which are the source, and then the branch memories, which are the interpretation. So what do I mean by that? You're building a thought tree of something. So we are always building trees into our brain from our experiences of life. So you wake up in the morning and you're starting to build memories into thought trees. So you are a thought builder. You, with your mind, build thoughts. Thoughts are made of memories. The memories are the details. So this represents your experiences that you are having during the course of today and tomorrow and the rest of your life and what's already gone by. Every single experience that you have, every event and circumstance is converted by your mind into your brain as a thought tree. Okay, so this thought tree's got lots of branches, which means it has lots of memories. And there's no limit to how many memories you can grow in a thought. So when a thought is activated, it comes up with all of its root memories and its branch memories. And that could be hundreds, it could be thousands. And that's why when I say to work on one thought over 63 days when you neurocycle, it's not just one thing you're thinking of. That one thought's just the big concept. It's the name of the tree. And then the detail is in the memories. So the memories contain the detail, all the the thinking that you did, the feelings, the choices, the data, what happened, all all that stuff. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know this happens to me, even though I work in the field of mental health, and I find it incredibly helpful to talk to someone I trust when I find myself in the stuck place. Indeed, one of the best things about our society today is that we can access professional help at the click of a button. If we need to talk to someone about what we are going through, we don't even have to leave the house. This is why I love and recommend BetterHelp to everyone that asks me. They are an amazing company that can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so that you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. They also have a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. 
and their services are available for clients worldwide. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I am proud to say that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Cleaning Up the Mental Mess listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details are in the show notes. So now, now it's good to understand this distinction between the roots and the branches. So the roots would be the source, the origin story. Where does this come from? The branches are how you uniquely interpret that experience. So there's the actual source, the experience. There's your interpretation of it. So there, generally speaking, there would be as many branches in, the, in, in your interpretation, which is the above ground, as there are in the root system. So let's take an example. So this discussion that you're having now is about what a thought is and what a memory is. So I am giving you information about what a thought and what a memory is. So you are actually building a thought tree on the subject of what a thought is and what a memory is, <laughs> the difference between them. So therefore, this thought tree is called the difference between thoughts and memories. Like you get an apple tree and a peach tree and maybe another podcast you listen to of mine, which was maybe the trauma responses. So trauma, a peach tree, like you call a peach tree a peach tree and an, an apple tree an apple tree, you're calling these thought trees have got names. This one's called the difference between thoughts and memories. The, just recently I did a, a podcast on the of what are the four different trauma responses. The four different trauma responses would be the name of the tree. The detail of what I said is in the source and your understanding of it is in the branches. And these are all the memories. So in the brain structurally, this is built onto a neuron, a nerve cell, and these little branches are called dendrites. Okay, the roots and, this, and the interpretation branches are called dendrites. And we literally build them at the same time. So we build in the data, which is of the experience. So what I'm saying is the data of the experience, and your mind is grabbing that, your ability to think, feel, and choose, which is your mind, and you are pushing that into your brain, and your mind is being experienced in your brain by the thought being built and the thoughts built, uh, the roots being built on in the thought tree. So the roots are what I'm saying, and the branch roots are your interpretation, how you understand what I'm saying based on all your knowledge, which all your existing memories. So we have trillions of memories, and every day we're building more memories. We're building so many memories, and we've got infinite space in our mind and our brain and our body. So in our brain, we build them as these tree-like structures with these roots and these branch systems. So this thought is made of memories. Okay, so now let's go into this in a little bit more detail. Let's look at this from a toxic point of view. Okay, so here's a healthy thought with its healthy memories. Okay, and here's a toxic thought with its toxic memories. So those of you that are just listening, I was holding up a green leafy tree. Now I'm holding up a toxic, wiry looking tree. So the roots are in the, the source is in the root. So all the, the, the experience, like maybe this is the pandemic. So maybe this thought, toxic thought tree is called the pandemic. And then here's all the experience, every news article, every experience, every feeling of isolation, every experience where you were felt traumatized, grief, loss, sickness, all of that's in the root. This is the source. 
then this is how the this, the tree trunk is how you are seeing it, which is then goes into the interpretation, which is your thinking, feeling, and choosing about that. And then this whole thing is how you show up. This whole thing is how you show up. So this one will be showing up with where you are all excited and talking about good stuff because this is a healthy one. And this is going to show up in toxic emotions, behaviors, perspectives, and signals in, in and, and pain in your body. This won't bring this will be happy emotions and happy, good, healthy behaviors and, and healthy emotions, healthy behaviors, healthy perspective, and healthy symptoms inside of your body. So both of these are producing what you say and what you do. So everything you say and everything you do has come from a thought that you have built based on an experience that you've had. And that experience made that thought and the thought had lots of details, which are the, which are the memories. So memories are inside the thoughts, root memories and branch memories. And I know I'm emphasizing this because but they, they, it's not the same thing. The thought is the big concept. It's the name of the tree. And then the details are in the branches. Okay. So now I'm going to just give you a little bit more information. So basically, there are three types of memories in a thought. Now, I go into a lot of detail about everything I'm saying in my new book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And here I explain about thoughts and memories. And I've got some really cool pictures of what it looks like inside the brain. So I'm just going to hold this up. There's what a thought tree looks inside the brain. That's an actual thought tree in the brain. The darker ones down the bottom here means that you've grown more memories onto the thought. So the thought trees that have got more branches that are darker have got more memories. And to get more memories, it means that you've paid more attention to it. So whatever you think about the most grows. So that's one that's had more attention than maybe that one over there that is much lighter. There's less branches. So it's maybe either just a new memory with not that much, a new thought with not that many memories, or it's more a more established thought with lots of memories in it. And remember, we've always got the source and we've always got the interpretation, which are the branches. Okay, so let's talk about the three types of memories that are in a thought. Remember, that's the source and that's the interpretation, how you see it. Because the way you think is not the same as me. It's not the same as anyone else. So your perspective is totally unique to you. So that's why your interpretation of what you're hearing now, you hearing that's what you're hearing is going there, but your interpretation, which grows at the same time, I know it's hard to picture it, but it does, is your unique perspective, the unique way that you think, feel, and choose about what you're hearing based on all your own experiences. Okay, so there's three types of memories inside of here, okay? And the one, the first type is informational memories, then you get your, your emotional memories, and you get your physical memories. Okay, so informational memories are, mem- memories are all the details, the particulars, the facts, the data, the associations, the links, all associated with this thought. So everything that I'm saying, all this, all this information I'm giving you is all in, in this, this, my words here and your interpretation here. Same information, but this is viewed, the top parts viewed through your unique lens. Now, why I'm stressing this so much that there's a difference is because when you, when you've got a toxic thought and you need to deconstruct it, you need to get down to the source and you need to get down because this interpret, the source is toxic. So your interpretation is toxic. So you're showing up with a toxic, and behaviors and emotions and so on. And so therefore you need to retrace that in order to deconstruct and reconstruct the new thought. You want to break this down and you want to build a replacement healthy thought. So you need to get to the root cause. You can't just replace a thought with another. You can't just replace a toxic thought with a healthy thought and hope that, that that toxic thought with all its embedded memories 
and the new thought with all its embedded memories is just going to replace that. No, you can't because then they're in competition and this is going to win if you, if you haven't dealt with it because it's going to keep drawing you back because you haven't dealt with it. Whatever you haven't dealt with is volcanic in nature and will explode. So you have to deal with it. Okay, so let's talk about, so the informational memory, memories then are all the detail, the data, the particulars, the specifics, what happened? What am I saying? What is the detail of what I'm saying? Well, let's say it's an experience. Let's say that your thought is about you're concerned about someone at work and a relationship at work. So the thought tree is this toxic relationship at work. And then this is your interpretation part. So this is all the details, specifics. What are they saying? What are they doing? What's happening? What's the relationship? How is it affecting your work? What is going on? It's the detail, the specifics, the emotions, the choices, how you're thinking about it, right down to what actually happened. From there, you can't get here without first seeing that. So you have to go through that to get to that. Okay, so this is all how you're seeing it, the particulars, and then that gets to those. So that's all the data. So the informational memories are the data, the actual facts, etc. Then your emotional memories are all the feelings associated with the data. So as someone says, blah, blah, blah to you, that's very upsetting, the blah, blah, blah is built in here, your interpretation of that is built there, plus there's another piece to the puzzle, there's another memory added, and that's the emotion you experience as they said the blah, blah, blah to you. So as they maybe shouted at you and, and implied or they were underhand, uh, some underhand comment that implied that you were not doing something properly, and so that's what they said, your interpretation was I'm bad or I'm useless or they, they are misunderstanding me, or this is horrible, I hate work, whatever that is. So the data of what they said is there, but the, now you're adding the emotion onto it. So if you've got data, the actual thing that happened and your interpretation of it, and then you've got the emotions attached to it. So we're going to find a lot of the emotions in this part, because that's this is very much what happened. It's very much the informational, and then as soon as the informational comes in, the information is reinterpreted here and the emotions are attached. And so the emotions are also a form of memory. So we get emotional memories attached to the data memories. Okay. Is one of your 2021 New Year's resolutions to read more? Well, I've got an amazing hack to help you achieve your goal 10 times over. It's an app called Blinkist, and it's one of my favorite apps ever. Why? Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break or while you exercise. 8 million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from the bestsellers list, as well as the classic non-fiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed non-fiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Blinkist.com slash DrLeap to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off but only when you sign up at blinkers.com slash drleaf. Then you get the physical memories, and physical memories are the embodiments of that. Because if, if you are experiencing something, you're experiencing it through your mind. So, and, and, and the mind goes, then, then it gets built into your brain as these thought trees. 
But there's also, as soon as it's in your brain, a message goes to every cell of your brain and your body. And in your brain and your body, collectively, you have around about 37 to 100 trillion cells. So this toxic thought is built from your mind into your brain as a toxic tree. As soon as it's in your brain, it then sends an instruction. Your brain sends an instruction to the rest of the cells and it changes your DNA. So it gets embodied in every cell of your body. So that memory is in your brain and your body. That's why we feel our memories. That's why, for example, the gut-brain connection, you have the central nervous system, you have the enteric nervous system in the gut, and and the central nervous system and the enteric nervous system are connected by the anterior nervous nervous system, the ANS, and the vagus nerve. And so, in other words, that's just on a very physical level. There's also the quantum level. So as you build a toxic thought, this toxic thought, if it's toxic, is going to send a, a toxic message down to your gut. And your gut brain, your enteric nervous system, has more nerve cells than in your spine, your spinal cord, which is part of your brain as well. And so the, the experience is felt in your gut and it starts affecting all your hormones and things. So that's just one example. In fact, this thought is going to cause a 1,400 neurophysiological responses almost immediately because of the fact that the thought is with its memories are built in the brain and are in the body. And so your entire body feels it and there's direct messaging going to the different systems of your body. So here's the thought in your brain sending direct messages to your gut and sending direct messages to every other cell of your body. So no wonder when we recall something, we feel that gut ache. If we don't deal with something, we wake up, with, I know with me, one of my symptoms is when I don't deal with stuff or if I'm busy still kind of processing stuff and I haven't deconstructed and reconstructed, I haven't reconceptualized something yet and I'm still going through the process or I haven't done well enough yet, then I find that I actually wake up with heart pain. My heart gets physically sore. So that's one of the areas that I know when I wake up with physical tightness in my chest, I know that I haven't dealt with something, that I've pushed something aside and I need to go and do some neurocycling to do some work on that and find out what's causing that. So that's that's because it's the, this thought with its memories is also inside my body and it's in my mind. So these memories get stored in three places. Okay, so the mind also stores it as, as these energetic waves, which then whoosh over your body, which is why you feel the memory physically as well. So we have data memories, we have emotional memories, and we have physical memories that are in here and in our body. Okay, and all over our body. So that's why it, that, that's why thought is so impactful because it's not just stuck in one place. It's everywhere, in a, each one in its own organized system. Gravitational fields that affect your entire body, your brain with these wired in protein structures, and in the DNA of your body. Okay, so these are built into every cell. So when we talk about memory, we're talking about thought formation. So so, but when we talk also about memory forming, we need to talk about thought building because a thought. We, we so we often refer to the concept of memory. My memory is getting bad, or my memory is foggy from stress, or my, when my mind's not managed, my memory is foggy, and that can happen a lot because when we have things fall apart, when we are overwhelmed with too much stimulation, or we disorganize, or we impatient, or we unmotivated, or we in toxic stress, or we have some kind of brain damage or neurological, or taking some kind of medicine, all that can affect our thought building. But we often talk about that as our memories. So the actual scientific term is my thought building has been affected and my ability to recall my thoughts 
with their memories in them so is, is has been affected. So when we get brain fog or we get disorganized thinking, we can't remember stuff, we find ourselves forgetting stuff. What that means is that we are we've got this general toxic flood that is uh, that has become a very pervasive way that we become looking through these the, this toxic thought that there's this issue in my life, this thought tree with all of its memories, informational, emotional, and physical that are kind of controlling how I'm seeing the situation, and that then is it's like a big log in the road. It's difficult for me to to get through and to get access to these memories that I need to be creative or to remember to do something because these are in the way. Can you see that? These are in the way of these. So then I battle to recall and access the other memories because this has become so dominant. And this creates such a pervasive negative effect inside the brain and the body, inside the neuro, inside the blood, the energy flowing through the blood, the energy flowing through the neurochemicals. You get neurochemical chaos. You have a, a drop in oxygen in the front of your brain. You drop in blood flow. The blood vessels around your heart constrict. You're going to have a less dopamine and serotonin flowing from your gut. And 95% of serotonin flows from your gut. You're going to have such a lot of reactions. Your HPA axis is going to go crazy. You're going to have too much cortisol. You get this whole neurophysiological response when these are called back because the memories, as you call up a thought, it brings back every memory. It brings back the emotional memories, the data, the physical memories. And you don't, you're not even always consciously aware of this. Because our non-conscious mind and our conscious mind can handle, is always 10 steps ahead of your conscious mind. So the non-conscious mind, which is operating 24-7, which operates at incredible speed, is always 10 steps ahead of your conscious mind. And so when that is the case, that's when we recall a memory, we, we, we get a whoosh of mind and body and brain stuff happening. And then slowly, these, these, as it comes into your consciousness, the details, the informational and emotional and um, physical details start hitting you in the face. And when that happens, you need a detox. That's why you need to do neurocycling. And, and how to manage those toxic thoughts, as you know, is in this book. And I also have my app called the Neurocycle app. And we'll be talking about this at the conference this year. Don't you just love it when your household products and foods match your home? Yes, you heard that right. Match your home. Public goods, one of my favorite ways to shop for household goods online not only makes great products that I can use every day, but everything looks clean and calming. No more bright colors and mismatched packaging. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic that can truly make your house feel like a home. Public Goods is my new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. My puppies are big fans of their peanut butter cheese chews, which make training time so easy. While the rest of my family love snacking on their chocolate-covered almonds and delicious vanilla and coconut grain-free granola. I especially love that Public Goods ethically sources and develops each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives, still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals and the environment. And I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. 
you have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash Dr. Leaf or use the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Dr. Leaf to receive $15 off your first order. The link and details will be in the show notes. So today the objective is for you to understand what a thought is and what a memory is. And we can build, we build thoughts. We build thoughts with our mind. So these things are built with our mind. And our mind is not our brain. Our mind is how we think, feel, and choose, which generates this quantum and electromagnetic energy, which then moves through the brain. And as soon as the mind hits the brain, we start building these things, which then sends that message, as I said, to every cell of your body. And the informational, emotional, and physical memories are built into the brain, into the body, and also into gravitational fields inside of the mind. So now in, I just wanted to quickly, just there's so much I can say about this. I want to go to my book where I'm going to talk about how many thoughts do we think in a day. So if you've got the book, I'm reading from page 138 and 139 because thoughts with their embedded memory. So always think of it like this. Thoughts are made of memories, root memories, which is the source, and the branch memories, which are the interpretation, how you see that. So how you see the data, how you see the emotions, how you see the, the thinking, feeling, and choosing, how you see all that, the facts, all that kind of stuff, Okay. So the data are the facts, the, data, the, the informational memory are the data facts, the emotional memories are the emotions, and the physical memories are the sensations that we have inside of our body from this thought. So when you recall it, you're recalling all of that stuff. So, so recalling is you call, calling up a thought with all of its memories, and if you work through a thought, which is, means you're working through your memories, you're going to see your interpretation memories of the source memories. And then you're going to deconstruct and reconstruct into healthy thoughts. If you've got a healthy thought that you're calling up, you want to make it stronger because the healthy thoughts you want to grow stronger because they're really good for you. So related to this then is the concept of how many thoughts do we think in a day? And on page 138, I talk about that and I give you some little bit of, I give you a little bit of quantum physics and mathematics, but basically thoughts are potentially limitless. Each thought is a literal universe. And because each thought is made up of limitless memories, you can keep adding and they keep changing. With experience, those memories keep changing. So they're never quite the same as the initial experience. So, you know, that if you, so it's, it's, the basic concepts are in place, but each time you recall it, it's, you, you're a different age, you're at a different stage of your life. So these get shaped slightly differently. So the concepts, the memories inside get shaped slightly differently. Okay, to end off, how many thoughts do we think in a day? Well, we think somewhere between 8,000 and 10,000 thoughts a day. And those thoughts are informed by our existing thoughts. So in any one day, you can have, you build somewhere between 8,000 and 10,000. And that is informed by thousands of memories. So that's why we have so much going through our head in a day. But we're brilliant. We can manage that. We can actually learn through mind management to self-regulate those thoughts, and that's called directed neuroplasticity. And that's what I teach in my book and my app and what I'm teaching in the conference and what I teach all the time on these podcasts. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today, and I hope you're getting a better understanding of the basics of what I, t- what I teach, which is what a thought is and what a memory is and how mind is separate from the brain and that thoughts are made of memories. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips 
and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.